Hello, everybody, and welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us this wonderful afternoon slash evening slash morning slash weekend. Whatever time you want it to be. You could be in line for Rise of the Resistance. You could be kicked out of line for Rise of the Resistance. You could go into Rise of the Resistance at one time, and then it could be like nighttime when you get out. Uh, A lot can happen. We're here. We're back. Orlando crisis. We did it. We went on a vacation. It was amazing. Yes. We're going to get into it. Abigail Gardner, what's up? Uh, I'm back and I'm better than ever. I'd have to say that was a really restorative trip. It was um, tons of fun. Um, I I, agree. Yeah. It was almost surreal in a way because it's been like a a full year since we've like left the state of Georgia um, and gone somewhere. So it was really nice uh, to see people and to see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like that's something that has felt like it's been like behind closed doors for us for just too long. Like I'm sick of not seeing it. Well, it was one of those things. Um, Also, hi, Jake. How are you? Hi, Jake. Hey, Jake. Jake, I can't see you. I'm so sorry. You can't see me? No, I'm imagining what you're doing and saying, but. I could see everybody. Well, you Um, can hear me, right? Yeah, now I can hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm not Uh, talking and you're talking. Jake, uh, for those not watching on video, uh, has a friend with him. Jake, introduce your friend. Um, I, I'm, I have a, what are they, what are these guys actually called? I got a salacious crumb Kowakian monkey lizard, the monkey lizard. Yeah. yeah. Picked him up. Uh, you know, he just, you know, he, he, you know, like when you, when you go to like a, you see all the videos of like animal shelters and you see those animals behind the cages and they just got like puppy dog eyes and they're so sad yeah, and like, they just yeah. want you, they just want you to adopt them. Well, that happened to me at Galaxy's Edge. I just saw this little guy and he was, you know, he was in a kill shelter. So oh. I just felt my duty to they, adopt him. They went out of their way to, to say it was a kill shelter. Like, we will they kill these sure animals. They like, yeah, they're like, the he's going to die. Yeah. Um, Abby, you also have a salacious yeah, crown. He's really sweet. Um, because a lot of people don't realize this. Uh, and I, I'm realizing it more and more. Abigail and Jake. <laughs> Traveling with them is like traveling with two kids. And if one gets a salacious crumb, the other one has to get one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, I'm getting one of those. What are you doing, Abby? Yeah, You're dude. copying me. Uh, well, first of all, salacious crumb is like my favorite creature. So I would have gotten them anyway. But uh, yeah, no, Jake and I have like the same taste in things. So same, yeah, taste basically in everything. So. Yeah. And like um, everything. So I would say it's not much of a competition. Yeah, you click your mic down just a little bit. It's kind of covering your mouth. There I, you go. Wow. Everyone well, can just, see you now. I wanted to see your it's face. A better experience a nice face. all around. OK, um, but we're going to get into I've it. I've kissed this salacious crumb on the head multiple times. Like just a little. 
Like it's a a cat. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about Galaxy's Edge, our trip to Orlando. That's going to be the main thing we talk about today. There's a lot going on in the world. We got the Shang-Chi trailer dropped. And, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier is coming to an end this week. Next week, we'll we'll have a breakdown of the whole season. Um, If you're looking for weekly recaps, I would definitely check out on our YouTube channel, John Yurkaba and Justin Williams. They've been doing a, a show called No More Heroes that streams live on Friday evenings on YouTube in depth. Really amazing, incredibly articulate, and just downright nerdy discussion about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I've really loved watching that show. It's been it's been really cool. So that'll be coming up. I'm getting the look from Craig to remove the monkey lizard. No, I didn't give it's you that. Good. Look. Oh, I was assuming you can shut him up. You don't have to remove <laughs> like him. him <laughs> you can tell him to shut the oh, hell up. Oh, you can sit right there. Yeah, no, that show. Uh, yeah, John and Justin are awesome. I was just going to give him a shout out and say I've enjoyed it. So, uh, but I. Uh, I think I was going to give them a shout out. You think you did it before me? This is good. Um, But a couple things right off the top. Obviously, we also want you to check out Jake. You have a what what is happening? You just have your own podcast now. Do I guess I do from Um, from under our noses. You've started a new thing. Yeah. What's the deal? You can can say that as if I didn't ask you both to do it with me. And you were both like, nah, (laughs) Dude, you did episode one. I said, I'll jump Um, in. I definitely was like, please host this with me. And uh, yeah, no, we got a YHS on Monster Island where, you know, me and Jakey, um, you know, just like do some deep dives into kaiju history and movies. And and actually next week, we're going to be just doing an entire episode about toys. Amazing. Which you're going to be on. Well, we're going to do that. And also, yeah. I just listened to the most recent episode. You were there. You remember this. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? It's amazing. You guys Thanks, are great. Dude. So if you guys Thank want you. to check that out, it's not on the main YHS feed, but you can find it on YouTube. Uh, but if you want to listen to the audio feed, you're going to find YHS on Monster Island, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, yeah, things there. like that. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, we, we've got a lot going on. We're keeping busy and it's been a couple weeks. Like we, so much has happened since the last time we sat down. Um, you know, we, we did the whole Ghostbusters mini puffed debut. Uh, yeah. What? All right, I'm just going to stop. What I'm, is happening? I'm trying to move it. I'm you moving him. Moving the entire time. Feels like there's shadow puppets in my. I literally have. I have a puppet, so it's hard not. My monkey, my monkey lizard is very well behaved, and (laughs) Abby's is over there just like he's going everywhere. He's it's yeah, it's his fault. It's fine. You might actually want to raise your chair now a little bit. You seem significantly lower than both of us. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Well, Um, no, it's all good. There you go. Cool. So same level. We're now we're on the level. Listen, before we get going, we did have an awesome trip. I'm still recovering. Uh, I don't know if I'm built for back-to-back theme parks anymore. Uh, I'm very hurt. That's all I could say. Very hurt. I'm a very <laughs> hurt man. Um, but real quick, we got some mail while we were gone from our good friend and author. I'm going to say author first, good friend second, because let's face it. He's an incredible writer, and he's put out some really good stuff, and we want everybody to check him out. Andrew Schaefer, but he sent us bracelets in the mail, and they're great. Uh, yeah. Abby's going to show them off. We Abby and I got matching Martha bracelets, which is I think he made these. <laughs> yes. Oh, these are handmade. There's like um, no doubt. These are friendship bracelets. And I called Jake. I was like, "Did you get a Martha bracelet?" And you were like, "No, I got." <laughs> 
Well, it makes sense. A Mothra bracelet. <laughs> it's all Mine about... says Mothra, and I'm never taking it off. <laughs> Sometimes friends fight, so, you know, it's about so friendship coming it. together. It's funny. Yeah, uh, I see the significance, and I love it. Thank you, Andrew. And we appreciate it, Andrew. And the funny thing is, is I've forgotten to give Andrew our updated address for, like, the last two years. So every time he sends us something, it goes to our old house, and I get a text from our annoyed... <laughs> Janet. From Janet. Janet text. She's like, you got a package from Andrew Schaefer. I was like, did I? Well, I will be... <laughs> Coming in, getting that on my own terms. You can't boss me around anymore. You're no longer my landlord. Um, but uh, actually, just thank you, Andrew. That was really, really yeah, sweet thanks, of you. Dude. That was yeah. very cool. Yeah. And we we had Andrew on the podcast a couple months ago. We had a lively discussion about Limp Biscuit of all things. And mm. we um, yeah. made me want to break stuff, but not Good. this break. Mm. <laughs> That's a pun. That's yeah. not a pun. It's just a joke. It's just a fun <laughs> joke I did. It's a joke. It's a um, joke. And then also, we got to congratulate our friends at the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip, who celebrated their 300th episode. How about that? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, dude. And I normally wouldn't promote another podcast, but uh, we were on it. So I have to. I was like, this is pretty damn good. Yeah, I already shared it. Uh, no, no, no. On my Instagram. Uh, the Troy and Chris are great and we're they're they're great friends of ours and they they kill it and they are a very valuable and important part of the Ghostbusters uh, fan community and we were super excited to do their show. They there's a YouTube video where they compiled a bunch of interviews. It's also on their audio feed. They had us, Eric Reich from Ghost Corps, uh and, and some other folks too. And it was really cool and we we were able to watch some of it live um in Orlando. It debuted at midnight on Wednesday, and we had just been at Galaxy's Edge all day. Killed some pizza. Not going to lie. Shout out to King's Pizza in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, pizza or, in bed. Pizza King. I don't remember what it was called. Peter Peter Mosen King Pizza. It was something like Peter that. Peter King Pizza. And... Um, <laughs> Jake, we were like out like a light. It was, it was a, it was like yeah, oh, the cross we, we, <sighs> Not yeah. because of them, almost we immediately. Ex- yeah. We were just exhausted. Yeah. Well, it was just late for us, and we had been out like. I mean, we did a lot of walking and we were I think we were all kind of overcome with excitement about Galaxy's Edge and how cool it was. And yes. we just felt, yeah. we were just tired. We were dude. spent like little kids at the end of the day. And I remember yeah. I was like asleep and Craig was like, Abby, the cross rips on. I was like, <laughs> I made a noise. I got really close well, to her we, face. I was like, Chris Stewart is here. <laughs> <laughs> we also knew over. that we were getting up early in the morning to go back to a theme. Yeah, park. Yes. Universal yes. the next morning. And also, to be fair. Which is awesome. And thank you we, to Caitlin Larkin. Yeah, we're going to get to yeah, that too. Dude. Uh, yeah, dude. To be fair, we were on the show. So we, we knew what we were saying. <laughs> but not that we didn't all watch it again and just go, we are so well, we did. Look well, how great we're doing. finish the story that the next day we decided to just watch the We watched it. It was great. Yes. It was yeah, great. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so congrats to to Troy and Chris and uh, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the interview with Eric as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's always uh, very interesting to kind of hear some of that behind the scenes stuff going on over at Ghost Corps. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah. make sure you check that out if you haven't listened. Um, and as Abby mentioned, thank you to Caitlin Larkin, who is a, a longtime YHS supporter and also hosts a podcast of her own, um, mm-hmm. What the Flux, which is an amazing Back to the Future podcast. If you aren't familiar with that, it's very much in the wheelhouse of Yes, Have Some. So make sure you check that out. Uh, she was uh, able to get us into Universal mm-hmm. uh, and Islands of Adventure. And anybody who travels knows that uh, it's not cheap. Not yeah. cheap to go to these theme parks, so we we appreciate no. that. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout out to uh, Jake, your buddy John, who yep, helped John, us with. Yeah. We're, by the way, we are so cheap. We'll go to a theme park and people are getting us <laughs> in. Come on, 
now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks to to my friends John and Chelsea for getting us into uh, Galaxy's Edge. It's so, friggin' uh, awesome. Kind of yeah. giving giving us some tips. And, yeah. A um, couple yeah. more. This is the shout out episode. Okay. This is uh, what we're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, Matt Sanders, uh, co-host of the Ghostbusters Containment Unit podcast, uh, autograph extraordinaire. Uh, you know, we should probably touch on it at some point tonight, Jake, your, your little autograph, uh, uh, come up, come up and, oh, oh yeah, you got yeah, something. Sure. Uh, well, we'll get we'll to it, but, but, um, but you know, Matt and Tom are doing a great job in the containment unit and just have these incredibly, uh, enlightening and, and passionate discussions about Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters autograph collecting. So Matt, thank you for joining us for the most stressful long line of buying. Yeah. Bows. The <laughs> longest line we waited in of the entire weekend was, <laughs> that, and you know what? And me, oh, hold on. Let, let's set the, let's set this straight. <laughs> Break, Break it Craig down. did not wait in this line. Daddy me and tired. Abby. The dad sat line. at the table. Yeah. And me and Abby it. had a conversation about how, the longest line we were waiting in was for fucking Moe's. The same <laughs> yep. bullshit we can eat. We were so annoyed. We were like, oh, cool. We're waiting for it was over an hour. Yeah. Just waiting for <laughs> I was like, shitty burritos. I know. Like, I was like, I like how we didn't go to a restaurant to have someone wait on us so Jake and I could wait on them. Hey, by the way, I was, I thought my, my, you know what? Shout out to the Moe's. It, I'm like my tacos the were excellent. Hey, first of all, yeah, it's always good, but it's, hey, it's always good when you get to sit down and have someone bring it to you. Uh, by the way, today's <laughs> episode of Yes Have Some Podcast brought to you by the Moe's at City Walk Universal or where you can get a burrito bowl full of stuff. Moe's knows. Nobody said nobody welcomed us to that Oh, I'm sorry. If they did, we couldn't have heard them because it was packed. And then my final shout out, and uh, this one uh, meant a lot to me. I, I got the chance a couple weeks ago before we left to uh, have a, a really nice conversation with a, another YHS listener, uh, AJ Murray, who is a he's a group therapy supporter. He's an awesome guy. He's got an local awesome, Atlanta, local to Atlanta. Uh, reached out, wanted to connect. Dude's just a massive Ghostbusters fan, and uh, yeah, he's he's been through a lot in his life, and he's a super inspiring guy. And it was just so damn cool to talk to him. And I want to have AJ on the show yeah. probably as we get closer to Afterlife. Um, you know, it's so weird being, a, and we, we kind of transition into the main part of the episode here, but it's so weird being. You know, we're we're huge Ghostbusters fans. We're we're so dedicated to it and we're very involved in the community and we know all these people in the community, but just to connect with with, you know, listeners or uh people who share like these common interests and these common passions and and to hear how passionate and exciting they uh are excited that they are about the movie and it's just cool. I, I he left me a message yesterday uh because um Jason Reitman had tweeted that Ernie Hudson was the first Ghostbuster to see Afterlife. And Ernie Hudson tweeted that he was left speechless by the movie. And just like, you know, and AJ uh, felt, by the way, not AJ Quick. Who knows what he felt? But AJ Murray, uh, he, he was so excited to see that because, like, this is confirmation, like, Listen, what I don't remember Ernie Hudson ever saying he was left speechless by that last Ghostbusters movie. I'm just putting it out there. I don't think he went out of his way uh, to, uh, you know, to talk about those flapjacks. So we're excited. Um, we're excited <laughs> that you guys are excited. We got a really fun couple months coming up with Ghostbusters Day and everything else. So mm -hmm. uh, shout out to AJ and uh, let's do it. Let's talk about this damn trip. Yes. All right. So. Before we get there, I always like to go backwards a little bit to set the stage. So in 
1975, there was a movie called, uh, or 77, I should say, Star Wars. 75 was Jaws. I always mix that up and I feel like a fake fan. Um, No, it was our first trip to Galaxy's Edge. Abby, you kind of set the stage earlier. Yeah. Uh, You know, Galaxy's Edge, in my mind, it opened during the pandemic. That's why we hadn't been yet. But that's not true. We just hadn't gone. It just the yeah. stars hadn't aligned yet. So Jake, Abby, like, it was like a, a exclusive club that's very tough to get like into. That. A, yeah. An exclusive club that like Hal Clay and a lot of other people we know have already been to. Yeah. Um, Jake, <laughs> set the stage. What what was your anticipation level? Uh, you you have a a long documented complicated history with the Star Wars franchise. Uh, I do. <laughs> So just so I'm thinking about yeah I'm thinking about your history and it's very funny. So. I, I I do, but you know, lately in the last like maybe year or so, I've been very Star Wars has been very high on on the list for me, and I've been me and we've been me and Star Wars have been getting along <laughs> very well recently. Yeah, good. And good. Um, I would you know my anticipation honestly I it was. Uh, it was bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like no, no lie. I feel like all I, th- I feel like most of the time when you see photos of Galaxy's Edge, you're always seeing that section with the Millennium Falcon. Right, right. So I kind of just thought that was it. I was like, the Millennium Falcon's there. There's a couple other rides, and it's just that area. But then when we got there, I'm like, oh, this is way bigger than just that area. You know, like and that area is at the end. Uh, it's 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 a much bigger land than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. yeah um yep. i think that if you haven't been but you've been to universal I, I think the only comparable thing would be harry potter yeah diagon oh. alley and all that yeah the way um, that it's yeah. structured it's it seems it's well hidden like you walk through that that bridge gate area yeah, like a tunnel that get, goes to it yeah, yeah which the tunnel reminds me of like uh, one of the mario kart levels it's very cool inside and then once you get in the way it's designed, it just like it opens up into like a very all encompassing, like big world with right. a lot kinda, of cool lived in props around. But the, the 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 best thing about it, I think, is it kind of like when you come through that gate, it doesn't hit you right away. It's like the first open area is kind of small and it's like there's a little ship over here to your yeah. left. And then there's a, you know, the line to Rise of Resistance is right there. And there's like a couple of those really small kiosks, you know, and we stopped there. But like when I first walked in, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is cool, but this is tight. Where, where, right, where right, is right. happening? It, yeah. It's like you have to get around that. It's it's like it's to find the resistance. Like it's and then hidden. when you get around that corner, it's like, like it really uh, opens up. I yeah. think what would make it more realistic is if instead of the the nice paved walkways, it was just all sand. <laughs> just sand, and like everywhere. sand everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's even back up a little bit further. So we had planned to go okay. and like we, you know, everybody who goes to it, this isn't like a normal theme park, right? There's, you know, you got two rides. You've got Smuggler's Run, which is the Millennium Falcon ride, and then you got Rise of the Resistance. So anybody familiar with uh, Galaxy's Edge knows that to get on Rise of the Resistance, you can't just go to the park and get in line and wait an hour or two hours. Uh, it's it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. Now, luckily, I had gotten some good advice. They got rid of the in-person, like, you got to get there at 7 a.m. kind of thing. They're, they've moved to a virtual queue. So the only way to get on Rise of the Resistance is 7 a.m. the day of you got to be on the Disney app refreshing it's like a NECA toy yeah. drop it's like a it's Mondo drop yeah. it's us. like Mondo I, drop yeah it's stressful got to get those bots and mm-hmm. and I and I read all about it and the advice I read and I'll pass it along was don't be on Wi-Fi make sure you have full cell phone service and be 
very quick. Don't don't be an idiot, basically. Like yeah, click no the buttons. Even if your full party isn't on there, you can get them added to your boarding group later. Just click it's like a two-button process. So I left the hotel at 655, hearts beaten. Get down. Literally, I'm walking around the parking lot like a crazy person looking at my bars. I'm like, three bars. I'm asleep. Me and Abby are asleep. Yeah, yeah. you guys are asleep. Abby, <laughs> Abby's probably the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what happened was it hit 659. I refreshed once, refreshed twice, counted backwards from 20. It's weird OCD thing. I was like, 20, 19, 18, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, 15, 4. It was just like we're doing weird count. stuff. And then uh, 7 a.m., refresh, boom, 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 get it freeze the app freezes and then it pops up and says you are not in the park and i was like i know (laughs) it doesn't open till nine yeah so we found out later that the app glitched out and what they do is they do two drops a day and the one o'clock drop you have to be already in the park to get in on it and somebody did something wrong and they put up the details for the one o'clock drop anyways long story short Mm -hmm. got it day started off good we had already made plans to go. We had booked a reservation at the Droid Depot to build droids. Mm-hmm. And we had been trying for weeks to get a reservation at Oga's Cantina, which after going to the cantina, I think that's a must stop. Like I would be mad if we went to Galaxy's Edge It and was didn't go to the cantina. I can legit say it was the highlight. Like I, because Rise of the Resistance had, we'll get to it, some issues. Um, it my most enjoyable. Well, they're not experience. just going to remove the last Jedi features from the Stop. from the ride uh, for you. Some <laughs> issues. Uh, hugs. I had some issues. Hucks. Yeah, so. exactly. No, it. It. I. I will say it made me hate um, the uh, the First Order being like on that ride and having it be. St- I felt like I was being punished and like traumatized by that experience. But I will say that Oga's Cantina like made up for everything. Being inside there was. The lighting was perfect. The music was better than anything. And that, that uh, playlist is on Spotify. Thanks, yeah. Jake. DJ Rex. Um, yeah, that being inside that can I actually kind of liked having the social distancing being a factor with our experience there, like the having cantina. our own yeah. little spot. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But basically, the, the cantina is reservation only. I had been trying and trying and trying. No luck. And then on the way down, on the drive down, I was driving and I had this little thing in my head that says, you should check right now. App, boom. 705. You know Park. what that was? The Force. It was the Force. Whoa! It was the yeah, Force. Knew, you've let it in. You I was felt one it. with the Force. Called to you, yeah. <laughs> guys. Rogue One is good. Breathe. Rogue One is a really good. <laughs> I'm sick of. I've, I've gone on this rant. These Star Wars You're fans. Suspect. I like Rogue One a lot. But I'm watching need, that tonight. I don't want people telling me how, like I know it's good. Okay, I get it. But these there's these Star Wars fans that are like, oh, Rogue One is like. I'm like, stop. Yeah, it's good. Fine, great, cool. Anyways, by the way, Rogue One is really good. I'm it excited. is. Really I, mean, I want to watch it now too. I, I, I was kind of wondering what you're doing right now. I was going like, to say you think it's overrated, or you think it's like more I'll put it this way. It's like when somebody comes up and they're like, "No, Ghostbusters Two is actually really good." Yeah, we know. It's great. Okay, you okay. get mad. You enthusiastically get agree. Mad. <laughs> All right. No, I love Rogue One. I, think I was awesome. one. I was one with the great. Force. Got the got the reservation on the way down. So at that point, we're locked in. We're going to do Rise of the Resistance. We're going to build droids. We're going to do Oga's Cantina. Boom. Get to the park. Right at nine. It's not that crowded. They do the temperature check, which is like <laughs> well, at Universal. There's a like on the loudspeaker that says if your temperature's above <laughs> 104, they won't let you in the park. So, like if you don't know your temperature's 104, I don't know what's going if your on temperature's with you. 104, you 
You might be dead. Yeah, yeah, you might not be standing up. You might be in the haunted mansion as part of the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Propped up, man. They're going to keep you. Um, display you. Yeah, it's weird when you get that check. I'm like, do I make eye contact? Do I smile? Um, Just look straight ahead. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I I straight. Make small talk about yes. the uh, thermometer. Oh, that's cool. You just... Nice. Where, yeah, cool. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. Yes. Do you... How, where do you insert? You don't Sorry. have a rectal thermometer, do you? <laughs> okay. Um... So, I love us. This is so YHS. We're we're going for the first time. We're going to Galaxy's Edge. We're in the park. It's fairly empty. Any logical person immediately runs to Galaxy's Edge to get in line for Smuggler's Run. What do we do? Straight to Star Tours. <laughs> You'd be like, no line. Well, we walked past it. It's like, how do you say no to that? You walk in. You, can, you see the AT&T. Yeah, we, yeah, we had to walk by it. And in, in the there was no wait time. We were like, it's immediately. And I mean, if we were smart, yes, we would have gotten the Smuggler's Run line. Because when we did get in there... It was like a it was like an hour wait or something right, like right. that. But I mean, you can't just walk by start. We haven't been there in a while. It's like the perfect way to start. You know, it's like you gotta well, get. We've been on Star Tours before. You gotta get like ready to get in there. So, yeah, and I love the queue Star for Star Tours. You got the ATAT. You yes. got you're in the Ewok Village, mm-hmm. and also yeah. Um, the last time I think we did Star Tours, we got like the Force Awakens screen. This time we did it twice. One time we got the Last Jedi, and one time we got well. First one Rise. was like a combo Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, and the second one was like the battle on Exegol. Um, yeah, and spoiler alert: cool. we defeated the final. I was kind of scared because good. the lightning kept coming up, you know, and I was like, mm. "This, <laughs> yeah." By the way, when when. When Palpatine's brainstorming the name of the final order, you think like anybody was like, hey, should, maybe we should move away from this order thing. <laughs> because of the order. I don't know. Hey, also, maybe don't use the word final because like. <laughs> it never is. Yeah. The, the next one will be the real final order. I'm coming the back. final order. It's their last tour, y'all. <laughs> also, nobody calls their granddaughter granddaughter. <laughs> granddaughter. Well, I think that's reflective <laughs> of the fact that he hasn't seen her that much. It's kind of awkward. So. Yeah, you can't just be calling her Ray from nowhere um okay so star tours <laughs> great awesome awesome then so we, make glad our we way. did it i thought it was perfect by the way good start if you would like to get like a 20 minute encapsulation of uh, some of our highlights we do have a youtube video up uh that i think is it kind of captures a lot of our shopping and and some of the experiences there pretty well uh, it was a lot of fun putting that together mm-hmm. um okay so abby yeah talk about your bag Oh, my bag. Well, first of all, I had an Animal Crossing bag that broke. The strap on the bottom half broke. So I needed to. It was like a necessity to get a new bag while I was there. So I stopped at one of the kiosks. And um, after actually looking at a few bags in a couple stores, this is the one that I settled on. Caught my eye because it's like worn in, like army surplus looking. Um, hey, I put it in the camera. There you well, go. I, yeah, you. it's probably better, easier if I How about you off. do that, there Craig? Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Appreciate that. Here you got a nice bag. Um, here you got a nice bag with some cool patches that are just like already sewn on and embroidered or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's cute. Along with the backpack, I got this uh, set of pins, which I do know how to hold in front of the camera. <laughs> and y'all can see there's some cute stuff here. They're like celebrating or commemorating <laughs> battles. Do you? Back them up a little. <laughs> I can't see the reflect. Like, what do we? What do you guys want me to do? I don't know what it looks like. It's, I have a black screen in front of me. So there you go. Uh, these are Doesn't some. Those are cool. I pins. wish I would have. Yeah, they're cool those. pins. Jake, I got didn't, jealous didn't, because I didn't realize I didn't even I didn't even like 
I think I was too excited around that little kiosk because it was right when we got there and I didn't yeah. really look at anything. Yeah, there's and, uh, a whole stack of X-Wing helmets and Jake goes, what are those? Like, <laughs> I well, bet did, you know. Like, I, <laughs> like, it was like the next day or, or it might have been that night and we were back in the hotel and I saw those pins laying around and I was like, I got, I was like, oh, I, I didn't buy, why didn't I buy those? I like, got, I was like, I want this indoor pin. I got super You, you take it out on just yeah, pins. And that's why I bought this, Jake. Because I threw I was all like, my pins out. I'm not going to deal with the remorse. Oh, man. And also this is, whoops, this is a Sprite that I got there that I saved. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the Cokes and yeah. the, the Sprites and the Diet Cokes. They come in those little bomb shaped, uh. I don't know. Special yeah. Galaxy's Edge. It's cool. Exclusive. Yeah, they're very cool. great. I, Apparently, I had, there is also water bottles that aren't shaped like that, but have like a, um, I don't know if it's like Arubesh or like one yeah, of the. Yeah. One of the, and I didn't see those while we were there, but I. Uh, I think you had one at one point, Abby. Didn't you have one? I, th- I saw them. They sell them. Yeah, the it's same. like a Dasani. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. I had that. By the way, don't try to get the uh, the workers at Galaxy's Edge to go off character. They Ooh, won't. They don't know oh, what Dasani is. It's not is. happening. Yeah, they're like, how many? This will be six credits. That's Batu I'm water. Like, <laughs> I I think at one point about the conversion rate uh, of you know because they every everything is like oh it's sixty two credits or four dollar you know four yeah. credits or whatever. And I said something about, and I think I was just talking to you, but I was like, well, what's the conversion rate? Is it where, is it like Canadian money? Do I, uh, you know, is it more? And they were like, they were like, no, it's one-to-one, you know, uh, credits to U.S. dollars. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but also, they shouldn't know what U.S. dollars yeah. are or what Canada is. They sh- no. <laughs> I don't it doesn't know, look like anything to them. Um, so, and so we kind of got going, like we stopped in, uh, there's a couple of those kiosks, um, that kind of have very. I will say, although we are talking shit about the employees a little bit, they were all super duper I'm nice. We're talking shit about. We're not talking shit. We're, laughing, just, we're having a laugh, but everyone was really incredible. nice there. They're yeah. made, They're all part of the yeah. experience. They're yeah, great. it made me want to buy more stuff. They were so nice. So we kind of we took a stroll around to kind of get the vibe. So we weren't going to be going to Rise of the Resistance for a couple hours. So we figured we are going to do some shopping, see what the line is like for Smuggler's Run. Just kind of get the lay of the land, uh, for lack of a better term. And um, I think what the first thing we did was we went and saw the Millennium Falcon, if I if I remember correctly, because it really well, we, is. We did a yeah. Well, we did a walk through the whole. We did kind of a loop around the entire thing, but right. before we did anything, and yeah, and it's just, mean, just impressive. In front of that, it's yeah. just mm-hmm. impressive, and it's kind of like. It's that weird thing where now I'm thinking back. I'm like, why didn't I pr- appreciate it more and take more? Pi- like, you're just overwhelmed in the moment because you're looking at the damn Millennium gotta Falcon. Go we got to go back. Yeah. Um, I think the next thing we did, the the official thing, we went to um, the uh, the Den of Antiquities. Mm-hmm. Doc. Doc. Doc Ondar. Ondar. Yeah, I, I didn't want to interrupt you. Doc Ondar. Um, <laughs> Doc Brown's Den of Antiquities. Uh I don't know. Abby, break it down. I, I wasn't really familiar. Like I didn't do a whole lot of like research pre-research into Galaxy's Edge because I just w- I wanted the yeah, experience for I the did, first time. I did. I read like one article about Easter eggs because I wanted to be familiar of like the small things to catch. But I knew there was a Jar Jar inside of it, <laughs> yes. this antiquities. The golden Jar Jar. The golden Jar Jar. Um, I didn't know anything else other than as soon as we walked into that the that room it was the coolest place in the entire park and i could have spent the day in there and would and want you said to the work. same thing about the cantina well 
You know what? The fact is there were no, this was it's better than the cantina because it's all like collectibles and oddities yeah. and stuff from the Star Wars universe that's like, from like floor to ceiling. And it's got more animatronic characters than other places that yeah. you can get up close with. And it has all the the gift items that you want. It has lightsabers and it has like just the higher end merchandise is what I'd right. say. Right. It's not so. your average it's not a t shirt shop. You're yeah. not in there buying like leather purses and, and uh you know fanny packs and sunglasses. Yeah. No, it's like specifically Star Wars high end goods. And I tried to get a lot of video of all the stuff. Jake, what was your first impression of that place? Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy because it's like, you know, it let oh my god, it, it's so when you walk in there, it, the way the way that it is set up is like it's in a circle, and when you first walk in, there's a wall directly in front of you, so it's kind of like you're you're like walking around this like almost like a corridor, and then the room opens up, and you're like, oh okay, right, and there's like you know you got your like teller over here where you can check out, but then right in the middle, people are buying lightsabers and that's where like the high end lightsabers are. But then there's like, you know, like Abby said, there's, uh, there's a couple uh, animatronic characters in there. The Sarlacc pit is in there. And then there's like the wall kind of halfway up the wall. There's like another level Mm -hmm. and there's just, it's just nothing but stuff. There's a life size, like a stuffed uh, wampa up yep, there yep. and there's you know on the on the there's like a tauntaun head on the wall yeah. and but then there's just like there's shelves and there's just like you know helmets and lightsabers and like star wars artifact you could you could sit in there for hours just looking i want to work kind of pick that's where i would want to work yeah because it, it hits all the buttons yeah. for me a collectibles and people buying things yeah. i learned something this weekend buying something is the biggest thrill i have Better than any theme park ride. Better than anything. Okay. I just want to buy stuff. I'm sure Abby appreciates that. Yeah, I was going to say more than love. Love. <laughs> man, love hey, also, is good, I, man. But if you're Listen, also, something. I don't, I don't want to like back. Well, I'm going to backtrack a little bit here. I just want to say like when you get into Galaxy's Edge and yeah. you're walking through, it's very overwhelming because it's like so much of the even the even the parts that aren't anything that you can go into or whatever, it's like you're in a village in Star Wars. You right. know, it, it's, it, it almost looks like you're on, and I know that's the what they're trying to do, but it, it's like you're on Tatooine, you know. And it's right. like mm-hmm. there's every, just all the uh, the structures are so very specifically Star Wars, and every little corner. You know, we walked into this one spot where it's like you know, there's a bathroom over here, but over here in the corner is just like just a bunch of like deactivated droids yeah. and there were some lamps kind of hanging, but mm-hmm. all the lamps were made of like broken droids. And it's like, Oh, there's an R2 yeah. unit's head, but it's a, it's a light fixture. And, you know, and there were, uh, uh, tracks on the ground, you know, there were fo- like, at one point I was yep. like, these are Gungan footprints, you know? Yeah. And then there's droid tracks and there's just like everywhere you look, it's, it's star Wars stuff, yeah. you know? So even if you're not on a ride, it was like at the whole day, like we were just walking around and we would start. It's the most like, minor details. Explore everything. Yeah. The art department went crazy. Like when you look at where we were dining, like the, the seats you sit on look like they're like turned over buckets and like salvage pieces are the tables that you're eating off of. Like every, even going into the bathrooms, like the way that the, the sink is set up and the music playing is like from a radio station on Batu, yeah. and you've got like a DJ and like it, I loved it. Like, well, it's it, I very was like, this is the best bathroom I've ever been in. It's yeah. a very immersive experience. And I think that's the goal where it's not just like 
oh, there's only two rides. It's like, it's, it's so much more than that. I could go to galaxy's edge and hang out all day and not do the rides and still have a good time because like, yeah, you're just, you're just, it's, it's the death. Just loiter. Just like <laughs> Jay and silent Bob outside of yeah. whatever. I mean, we, it's a we were there for, yeah. we were there for 12 hours and we yep. didn't go into every thing. You know, there's a, there's right. a marketplace and you kind of have to wait in a line to get into the marketplace. But the marketplace is like, I think there's maybe four or five little shops right. inside the marketplace. And that's where the, that's where the shoulder monkeys were. Exactly. And I specifically wanted that. So we were like, all right, let's go find this monkey. But we were also kind of on a time crunch at that moment. Cause I think that was when we, we needed to go get in line for mm-hmm. resistance. Right. So we didn't even go in those other shops. We just, right. exactly. we went in this one and we had to get out, but we kind of looked around and I remember seeing like, Oh, they're, they're selling Jedi robes in this one. And then, you know, right. you can, yeah, yeah, because the COVID protocol was like you could only have two people or so into the stalls because right, they're pretty shallow. Right. But and, and shout out to like they they did a really good job of like have it was crowded, but I never felt like overwhelmed with like people in my face or anything like that. Like yeah, you were wearing masks, which honestly it sucks, but like you got to wear a mask and also you kind of get used to it. And it just doesn't really matter at some point. The only, the, the, the only thing that bothers me about the masks is, is just like, you know, I'm definitely used to wearing them at this point, but it's just like when you're in a place like galaxy's edge and you get a photo, it's like, Oh, I kind of wish I wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> kind of wish I wasn't wearing a mask. And that's it. You know, Ho- hopefully by the, you know, maybe by the next time we're there, maybe we won't have to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. In oh, October. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Oh, we going back. Oh, yeah. YHS strikes back. Oh, yeah. and then the next time is going to be Return of the YHS, and then it's going to be yes. the Phantom. Okay, that's okay. enough. Mm. You know that <laughs> Darth Sidious is the Phantom Menace. Oh, a lot of people don't realize okay. that. Uh, Palpatine. Um, Doc Ondar. So I got a lot of footage in there. I wanted a lot of stuff because it's just not stuff. Listen. Okay, when I'm looking at the $130 Luke's... It's exclusive trinkets and like... Luke Skywalker, yeah, the bus. Like, I know... Prop replicas, clothing. This is is worth $15. I I know that. But I, I, I want it. You know? It all looks really good. And you know what? One Something that I did in there is, you know... So I didn't buy anything in there except my beautiful Jedi braid that I'm nice. wearing. Oh, dude, and, yeah, know, I got here. We're, we oh, we went back a little now. later on and bought lightsabers, but there was definitely a lot of stuff in there that I was like, oh, I do oh, want Oh, I was I looking at this. like Sith holocrons and kyber yeah, crystals. Well, but, but dude, I, I think at the, at the time I was so overwhelmed and I was like, they, they, they sell the entire, you can buy like Yoda's complete outfit in there and it looks kind of high quality and they had his necklace yeah, and his chain. And I was like, I was like, oh, I want that. But from, for my size, it's like, it's Yoda <laughs> yeah, yeah. size and kid <laughs> size. But one thing that I didn't even realize I was looking at that I kind of now want is they have the little set of the figures yeah. from the chess game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I took a picture. And I, and I saw them. And when I glanced at them, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, those are the monsters from uh, Attack of the Clones. And then, <laughs> and then I walked away from it and didn't even realize that I was just right. like... And then well, later on, I was like, oh, no, those were the fucking chess yeah. pieces. You know, if you're a Star Wars collector, um, this isn't just action figures or, or like Abby said, fanny packs and stuff. Like, this is higher quality prop replicas. You got, you know. A lot of statues. A lot of statues, lots of busts, wall art, uh, Queen Amidala's. Hair pieces. Yeah, her jewelry. Hair piece. Jewelry, yeah. yeah. Um, but, and then, so you kind of have to get in a separate line for the lightsabers. We, we came back and got the legacy lightsabers uh, later that day. You can 
do something else where you build your own lightsaber. We've had a lot of, I, I think eventually I would like to do the build, build your own lightsaber thing. I'd like to do yeah, everything. Maybe. Yeah. But I just want the stuff from the movie, man. I do too. Dude, you know? the, the, my, my thing with the build, my thing with the build a lightsaber is it's $200 per person to do that. And yeah, it's fun that you get to pick all your little pieces and you pick your kyber crystal and all that. But I'd rather pay uh, a, a smaller amount of money to right. get a lightsaber that looks like the one Luke had or Obi-Wan or right, anybody right. else instead of 200 for just like, OK, right. that's my lightsaber. Well, let's let's mm. talk about the lightsabers. We, we, we ended up leaving and going and doing other stuff and coming back. But since we're talking about Doc Ondar's. We'll get into Rise of the Resistance in a second. Um, let's talk about the lightsaber stress. Be like, e- I still don't know if I got the one I wanted. I really don't. Whoa, look at that, Abby. Well, well you why don't you walk us through your your experience first? My experience was, I mean, complete. It was overwhelming because there was like it set up like a big jewelry store case, like clear glass case. Um, there's two people who work behind there, and I thought there was like. I thought all the lightsabers were different, but it was basically they had the same batch on both sides. So right, I was freaking right. out at first. Um, then I got a closer look in and I was really torn between getting the Darth Maul saber or getting the Mace Windu. I knew I wanted to get something prequel related, but it's like when you get up there, you want all of them. Um, it's it's a tough decision. Like at literally and, and it's you're spending some money. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a it's a it's an investment. I think, so just to give people context and if you're watching, if you're listening, you can hear that. Sounds so good. Uh, and if you're watching here on YouTube, you see that Abby has Mace Windu's purple lightsaber. I think they range from like 130 to 170 for the hilt. And Mo- most of yeah, most of them are 130. There's there's like one or two that are you know maybe a little 10 or 20 bucks more, but most of them were 130 bucks. Um, and then it's there's it's an additional fee if you want to uh, add the the uh, what you call the blade. Yeah. So blade. Um, they got three different sizes of blades. They're, they're, I think 40, 50, $70, something like that. This is the mid-size blade. Um, Abby, are you happy with this purchase? God, yes. I was even holding it all day. I know. I went in the backyard today and just swung it around and like filmed myself, um, like early internet videos. It was really fun. <laughs> and I really like swinging this around. Um, I just, I, I, I get it. Like I would do a whole like class learning yeah. how to do and, this. And the thing is, is like, you know, I don't have... I'm sure, and this is not coming from a place of insecurity, but like, I'm not a um, diehard Star Wars prop person like I am with Ghostbusters. So uh, we were talking to some friends while in line, our buddy Rob Sosby, who's a big Star Wars lightsaber guy. And I'm like, how accurate are these? And he's like, it depends. Some are really, really accurate. Some are a little undersized here and there. But his advice was the best advice I got. He was like, hey, you're there. They're all really amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Get the one you want. And I was like, that is great advice. Don't worry if it's slightly undersized or slightly oversized. Nobody's going to mistake it for something else unless you keep it in the top drawer. Uh, but anyways, Jake. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty funny joke. No one no one laughed, but that's fine. Jake, I would like to know. I, I hope. Leave Sorry, a review at these moms. Uh, <laughs> Dude, this is pretty mom, Brittany's mom's lightsaber. Oh, 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 oh. Khakis. God, this got God. good. Um, Jake, what was your lightsaber yeah. stress? This is we're well, doing the stress I, right now, by the yeah. way. Yeah. This is so stress. I, I have 
I've been kind of researching Star Wars lightsabers since around December, and I and I have I have links open on my phone that I I won't close because I've been talking to a good friend of the podcast Hal Clay because yes. Hal Clay just has a bunch of lightsabers. He's a lightsaber I, guy. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's something that I've been wanting to get into. I've been wanting to start a lightsaber collection, and I knew which lightsaber I wanted first, and and, and kind of the way I wanted to go with it. And I was even unsure that they were selling, you know, the high quality, nice lightsabers there until we right. got in that room. And I was and like, these oh, are called legacy lightsabers, you know, is what they call it's them. the legacy. You know, I, you know, when, whenever you, I'm like, okay, is it just build a lightsaber? I didn't know exactly what they were doing. So then when I saw that, I was like, oh, and then I saw the prices. I'm like, these prices aren't bad. It's not very far off from a lot of the ones I'd already and I was like, oh, I'm I'm getting a lightsaber today. I'm just, I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, right. It's, it's, it's like, just going to happen. And, yeah. you know, we, we ended up, uh, you know, we canceled our droid building to do this just because, like, you know, the droid building, it was just like, it was something we wanted to do, but it was like, you know, lights, we kind of want the lightsabers more. So right. let's yeah. just, right. well, the, droid, that out of the, the droids are, it's about a hundred bucks a person to build the droids. And like, if you're, if you're, trying to figure out where you want to put your money for the day it kind of it was becoming clear to us that this is where you know this is the direction we wanted to go Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i i knew what i wanted right away but it was hard to tell like what exactly they had up there and i'm like looking and i know you know i wanted i wanted luke's saber which was the saber that belonged to anakin and ended up belonging to ray and got you know like the classic luke skywalker lightsaber that's the one i wanted the blue guy and they had they had two versions of it. They had, and and they just had it labeled as Ray's lightsaber. But I was confused because I was like, "Oh, is it Ray's lightsaber?" You know, we're, we're like standing back in line trying to look trying to figure it like, out. Because okay. then there's an I'm alternate like version of that same saber. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's the there's the one where it's like they connect the, the one, one from right. Rise of Skywalker, where it's right. like put back together. And then you know, it, I saw a thing say Ray's lightsaber, and I'm like, "Oh, are they? Is this Ray's lightsaber from?" the end of rise of Skywalker when she finally has her own life, but I couldn't see it when we get up to the front. I'm like, okay, no, this is the one I want Luke. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one of the most embarrassing things that happened to me over the weekend, um, <laughs> was thanks to you, Craig. Uh, I, I told her right away, you know, when she was like, Hey, which one do you want? Or which one would you like to look at? And I was like, race, that's the one I want. Right. And she hands it to me. It's in my hand. And Craig goes, Craig goes, now, is this the one that Ray has in the force awakens? And I immediately am just like super embarrassed because I'm Dad, like, we're, suppo- oh. we're supposed to know this. Yeah. Don't ask what, like, that's the, uh, we're, mm. we're better we're, than we're this. We're the YHS podcast. Like we know. We know. Who's like, do we? Buy first, ask and, later. And I was very embarrassed by that question, but the best thing that happened after that was that the woman was like, uh, she goes, I don't know what the force awakens is. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And she's like, this is the lightsaber that Ray found in Maz's cantina. Right. You know, they, they, they're like staying in character. And she was mm-hmm. just like force awakens. Are you a, fu- yeah. are you a friend of Ray's? I should have cool. been like, oh, you don't know what the force awakens is. It was only one of the high school movies of all time. <laughs> and like continue to try to explain it. Yeah, there it is. But this is a, yeah, good. there it is. It's the classic. You know Luke's lightsaber when he gets his hand cut off. This is the what weapon of a Jedi knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is it. I I did not get a blade just because you know it was 
much more expensive to get a blade. And then they kind of trick you and they're like, yeah, the blades are 40 bucks, but then they show you the $40 blade is like a baby. A baby. Tiny, it's tiny. And it's like, guy. Oh, I would need the big one. Um, I do regret not having a blade because I have been playing with this thing just like since I got, back and uh, and i wanted to have a right. blade in it and uh and well the I'm good like, news I, is that i, I think I your quote was wouldn't you want to swing that around at home alone yeah. or i did say that yeah i was like yeah because i think craig you were like you don't need a blade and i, I think it's in the video we posted i'm not like, anti-blade you, no way Dude, you're I'm all about me, the like, blade balance but here's the thing i'm all about displaying these like in a detoff and obviously you can't do that with the blade but i think it's good to have one blade because you buy one and you can you know put it on the different sabers so yeah. and um, i'm all about playing yeah, yeah, outside you're right with the lightsaber yeah we know i'm gonna what i'm saying yeah. is i'm gonna order a blade for this um one. so i ended up getting the um uh luke skywalker return of the jedi uh green lightsaber um yeah. and it's just because return of the jedi is my favorite star wars movie I love Luke Skywalker. Um, my favorite now, my favorite version of Luke Skywalker. If I was ranking all of my Lukes of all movies, I don't even know because I haven't done it in my head yet. But I think my favorite version of him is probably Return of the Jedi. Um, he's just badass. He's he's a yeah, more fully formed, you know, more fully formed Jedi. Focused. He's he's more focused. He's dealt with the fact that his dad is. Darth Vader and he's still coming back and he's like, you know what? I think that yeah. there's good in him. And like, I just, it, there's a determination, I'm wisdom, getting, there's determination, experience. Wi- wisdom, uh, and the, there's a hopefulness, right? That he can, uh, uh, you know, change his dad's mind. I've tried to yeah. do that with uh, my dad. I've been like, no dad, you'll Doesn't love- work. You'll really like this band if you just give it a chance. <laughs> Check uh, out the Mandalorian. Dude, you'll love it. I know you know nothing about Star Wars, but, um, and then obviously what we saw in with Luke and the Mandalorian was an extension of that. So just it's just a, a cool classic design and uh, just great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And green is my favorite color. Uh, it used to be blue. It's green now. That's my that lightsaber would be my second choice. That's my that's my next one. Um, and I would love like now there's a couple that they didn't have. Um, like I think Ahsoka's. They didn't have Ahsoka's. I know that I think they're just sold out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had Obi-Wan's, which would be one I would consider. They had Darth Maul, which is obviously very cool. And I don't know. There was Darth no Maul Yoda, was- which I, I was wondering. Like, that's another one that I would get. They didn't have Yodas. I would definitely get Yoda. Maybe something weird like Count Dooku or something. There's so many cool lightsabers. So- Count Dooku's got a good looking saber, though, because he's got that curved hilt. That was mm-hmm. the first time. Right, that right. Had, like, he's got a good looking saber. Um, but anyways, so yeah. Um really cool experience buying those. Um, but let's, let's talk about rise of the resistance. Cause it was a whole thing. So we got in line with, uh, you know, midday and we had our boarding group. And while we were in line, uh, rise of the resistance broke down. Um, which if you know anything about galaxy's edge is a pr- it happens a lot. Like every day, something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. It's a really, lot of moving parts. A lot of moving. There's a lot of stuff going on around that, yeah. right? Um, but um, it ended up breaking down, and then we kind of sat, and hung out for a while, observed <laughs> families yelling at each other for a while, um, and then it finally got back up. We got in line. We got through the entire queue. And spoiler alert: we're going to be talking about Rise of the Resistance now. So if you haven't, if written, you haven't, yeah. if you don't want to know the details. But we won't reveal everything. <laughs> um, we go yeah, through the queue. Uh, 
the the line's really cool. It's very um, interactive, very interactive. Neat. It's very Last Jedi. You're you're kind of going through the Resistance base from you know that era, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Those blue grid screens, lots of uh, props, guns, uh, flight suits, all sorts of stuff. It's really really cool. Mm-hmm. Weapons, yeah. Uh, well, you know, talk, talking about it, it breaking down, I think part of it has to do with like it. It is a big ride. And I think they're dealing with a little bit of like new technology. Uh, you know, we we didn't really know what we were up against until we got on the ride. And we were like, oh, well, no wonder this thing fucking breaks down. It <laughs> right. is the most it is the biggest, most involved ride I think I've ever been on. Right. And, you know, like when they opened Disney World back in the day, you know, nothing worked. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not um, true. But yeah, it's but true. It's all new stuff. Rise but, of the Resistance didn't eat the guests. <laughs> <laughs> but but honestly, when we got so we don't have to spend a lot of time on, on this part of it, but it did break down three times while we were in line. And the last time that it broke down, we were at a part where we were all, we were like about to be on the ride. They, right. they completely kicked us off, but there's a part of the, the line that I, I didn't know if we were on the ride or not. Like the, <laughs> the line is so good. Listen, the, so just funny. waiting in line is so good that at some point I was like, is this the ride? Because you, you it's, get, yeah, dude, you're laughing, but you no, know, exactly I agree with about. you. It's just, a, it's There's, a funny thought to, to be in a line and be like, am I on a ride? Like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to say what happened. We, you there's, there's a point in the ride where you get into a room and a BB eight pops up and he's talking to you and Ray pops up in a, in a mm-hmm. hologram and, she, and you know, they're just kind of giving you a little bit of the rundown and they're like, you're going to get on a transport ship and you're going to do this. And then they walk you onto a transport ship, but you're like, you go outside, you're outside. and you're like, oh, we're yeah. like, this is different than you an actual. You see Pose X-Wing. Yeah. Pose X-Wing is sitting there with BB-8 sticking out of it. And then they put you on a on a ship. Yeah. And at the at the front of the ship is a, uh, is a calamari. Uh, you know, it's animatronic, and he's talking to you. And the and ship they put you on, the only thing I could compare it to is if you've ever been to the Atlanta airport. airport it's like that railway tram. tram. That's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. It is. The doors it, it are closing. <laughs> but what was crazy about it is, is, it, is it feels like an older like cheaper ride at universal like exactly you're, you're on there and it's kind of moving and and we find out that like we actually are moving I right like, we're going we somewhere going? yeah and there's wind you know there's there's like the f- screens that look like windows and you get boarded by the or the first order kind of pulls you on board and at one point i was like this kind of i was like is this the ride is right. this it right. i was like is this the doors are going to be open or we're going to be done yeah but listen <laughs> those doors open and tell the story correct Craig, you saw this first yeah. and the the face that you made and the noise that you made, you were like, oh, you did one of those. You like your face got really wide. And I was like, what is through that door? And then you walk through and it looks like you're on a first order ship. And there's maybe, I don't know, maybe a hundred stormtroopers and they're all standing in like three lines. Actual they're people. Actual actual people they're not animatronics there's like some droids there's a giant window behind them where there's like you know looks like you're in space there's ships mm-hmm. it looked like a cheaper version of uh you know when we did wookies and cookies and we yeah, did the green just a little thing. worse it was like, yeah. it was like that but <laughs> not as good set but, you know there's, there's a life-size uh uh tie fighter in there like it looks like a cargo bay or something yeah. you're in a and you're hangar, just like, like huge we're yeah. like uh what but then you walk through the door and you're like oh we're still in line. This <laughs> yeah. is the line. You, it's just, it's just this. now the line is in 
you know, a first order ship and all right. all the people who work there are all dressed up like first order officers. And and they're, they're, all mean. Mean. they're all mean. They're they're all very mean and they're, they're like British. kind of making fun of you and like I just thought it was crazy because at one point we were sitting, you know, the ride broke down while we were in that part of the line and we were sitting there and it like the 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 halls, the like corridors, it looks like every hallway in every Star Wars. Like it yeah. looks like where Darth Vader walks down and you're just like I'm just sitting on the floor of the most famous looking hallway. You yeah. Know, I could have sat so there all weird. day. We there. almost did because that's when the ride broke down at that point, which adds to like the mental duress of like, I felt like I was being taken hostage and captive by the first order. And I was yeah. like struggling for like, well, I don't know when I'm going to get out of here. Like when, when do I get to go to the bathroom? When do I get to eat? Um, so yeah, it actually kind of adds to that like yeah. immersive experience. Yeah. It was Not cool. To say I hope everyone like gets the breakdown. No, I, I would recommend that. But like when <laughs> yeah. you going back to that room, it's so open, right? It's just this yeah. giant cavernous, like Jake said, like a hangar bay. And you see the Tie Fighter. Yeah, you got this giant screen looking out into space. There's a nice blue tint to everything. You've got right. these. These are not weathered like 1983 Return of the Jedi stormtroopers. These are pristine. Yeah. First order like this. It feels very much like you're in the sequel trilogy. And whether or not you like those movies or not, it's impressive. And it's impressive. It's It's in the video. Mm -hmm. Our video that's on YouTube, if you want to see it, it, we we filmed it both times. And the second time, you know, the second time we knew that it was coming. So we filmed the entire right. thing. Well, I guess uh, that's the part of the story is we ended up, they ended up taking us out of the ride. We had to come back later because yeah. they were like, Hey, it's super broken down. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like, us like a rain it's check, like yeah. Luke Skywalker in exile after failing his own <laughs> nephew, after training him to be a Jedi only to let him form the first order and then killing his own <laughs> father. And then you're just, it's that broken. Getting that b- milk? Yeah. That weird milk part from The Last <laughs> Jedi? It's that broken. Um, yeah. But they, so, they yeah. gave us a fast pass, so later on we were able to just kind of walk through straight. But we got to do that part of it again. Yeah, um, that was the best part. I was like, please let... Like, I was so worried they were just going to bring us... I don't know, somehow back into the ride yeah. right where we had gotten out, and, and we, we got to do the whole queue and, mm-hmm, and everything again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, you know, I don't, we, I guess we don't want to like spoil what everything the ride is, but I just want to say like, you, you know, you're, you're on a track, there's animatronics, there's like screens happening. It, you don't have to wear glasses for it, which is great, but there's like characters doing things. You're being chased, you know, there, there, I, I, there, oh, I don't even know if I should say the one room where we, we went in and we're all three of us had an audible reaction. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just put it on silent for five seconds. You you're on this cart and you hit see these ATATs and it's just it's insane. Yeah. Like I don't know. There's just life size. Yeah, it you, puts you, you in you, perspective. You, like you're tiny looking at it. Right. It's incredible. Well, you're the kind rock, of sorry. you're kind of weaving. <laughs> you're kind of weaving in between their like legs. And right. They're they're bigger than the you know. There's there's a big ATAT at the be, you know at the beginning of the Star Tours ride. Right. And you and you kind of when you're when you're there you're like oh look it was like a life size ATAT. But then when you get in here you're like oh no these are huge these are twice yeah. as big these yeah. are life size ATATs and, and if you're you like looking up at them it's it's insane it, it's just kind of it's kind of hard to compare it to any other ride that people would be familiar with because like it's a because it's not it's a dark ride. 
there's elements that feel like the Tower of Terror. There's elements that feel like the <laughs> yeah. great the great movie ride or ET almost. It's in like, like the animatronic. Yeah, bubble. it's like the the next evolution of like a cool dark. You're escaping. Ride. Like yeah. you, we it's can say for that. Sure. There's yeah. an escape. Um, feel so the it's, whole thing. it's just very cool. And I, I hope for anybody who, who goes to galaxy's edge, you get the chance to, uh, to do it. And I would say if you're, if you are going down for a multi-day Disney vacation, I would plan, like I would start off each day trying to get rise of the resistance. And if you don't get it that day, go to a different, go make sure you go to galaxy's edge the day you can do that ride. Cause it is yeah. like, yeah. incredible. Like it's I would be super bummed if we didn't yeah. get to do it. It's worth the wait. Like, and and I, even even like we you know we haven't even really talked about Smuggler's Run. Let's do uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Because we know, did that kind of afterwards. We only waited about thirty five minutes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ended up not waiting long, and the line was good for that too. But I also didn't know what Smuggler's Run was going to be in it, and I just there there was this thing that happened where at one point we're in line, and I looked over to you guys and I was like, hey, this line's really great, but you know what would be really cool? It would be cool if this line like took you inside the Millennium Falcon, and you were like you know, in the corridors of the mm-hmm. Millennium Falcon and you saw the, the table with the, you know, with the chess table. And at maybe 10 minutes later, a door opened and we like, we all looked at each other. And uh-huh. We're like, Oh, this is exactly what I just said. And yep. you w- step onto the Millennium Falcon yep. and there's a, there's a section where you're waiting in line and you don't have a lot of time, but the, the, the fucking table is there and the, and, and you can sit there and get a photo op really quickly. And, uh, we're just like, we are in the Millennium Falcon right yeah. now. Yeah. It's, it made me want to pause and take more time to like explore. And just like you were saying, Jeff, <laughs> hey, the last ride we were on, let us just sit here. Can we do we that? We were here for like an hour. Can we stay in this area <laughs> yeah. for a while? Um, yeah. Like the uh, walking, boarding basically is what it feels like when you're getting on the Falcon. Like it feels like you're at an airport almost like the, there's, there's like shaking on the ground. Like yeah. it's, it's great. And then, yeah, once you get in, it opens up and you're like, this is the, mo- that is the one thing i will say at the entire park that's like this is right out of the old movies and right. i can recognize this spot on it's part of the old stuff which most of the park is well the entire park is based on like new stuff so it's new it's kids, cool yeah. to have something like that that's um like the most iconic and grounded thing in star wars that you can like yeah. sit down and, and the ride's cool for sure like the ride's cool you get assigned uh you know abby and i were captains jake was the gunner two guys that we didn't know were yeah the, I, the back people I, <laughs> I don't know the, what the engineer the engineer yeah um it's fine the ride itself is fine i will slap say, some buttons like i, I will say up. this the best part of that ride itself is the fact that you're sitting in the cockpit of the millennium Falcon. yeah it doesn't really I matter what happened i actually wish i didn't have responsibilities while sitting in the cockpit like i would have liked it well, if it was almost like just yeah. well you know what like what's crazy about it is that um so the two pilots like so Real quick rundown. One of you, it was one of your jobs to to make the Millennium Falcon either go up or down. And it was the other person's job to go left or right. right. So you guys, you know, if we had to turn this way, one of you had to make sure we were going up while the other one was making. Right. Like you guys had actual jobs. Right. Yeah. And because of that, we spent the entire time running into things and like <laughs> crashing into things. And I know that's part, that's part of it. Yeah, definitely. But there was a lot of times where the, your little droid pilot is like, you guys are wrecking the ship, you know, and like, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a lot and of then damage. My job, my job is the gunner wasn't a real job. It was just a button. I didn't have to aim at anything. I, all I did was push a button, you know, just this bloop, bloop, bloop. And yeah. then the, the engineer behind us had even smaller job. Yeah. There was only one point in the ride where he was like, 
now engineer, press your button. And the guy's like, <laughs> okay. Like that was it. So I thought it was weird that. Uneven responsibility. Yeah. The, the responsibilities weren't. Um, I, and I, I do agree you know, with you. Like it was, it was fun being on there, but I feel like that ride could, it could be a little bit. You know what it did? It gave me a lot of respect for Han Solo, he's a pilot, you know. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't want to. I listen. I learned myself that yeah, stress under pressure. You don't. I didn't do. I so would well. say that ride is a combination of like the Back to the Future ride and mm. like one of like the VR Jurassic World experience at David yeah. Monsters. It's yeah. kind of like that. Where it's yes. like it's fun and immersive, but maybe could be better. Like I don't. I'm I not think, trying to dog I, it. It's just no, no. no. I, I just think if uh, like they could keep the exact thing. I liked being in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon because it, you know, it looks like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And I like that you're just looking at a screen and it's moving. I like that. But I just think what you're seeing maybe could be more Star Warsy more and, iconic, and not yeah. be like, you know, it's just like, yeah, maybe throw some characters in there yeah, or, or some something. And yeah. it's just you're trying to capture a, a ship or something. I'm like, I don't know. Like this, right. this mm-hmm. part of it could be something different and, and it would make it a little more exciting. But. Right. But yeah. overall, still right. good. Definitely recommend yeah, doing so it. We're going to do it every time. We're not going to not do it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. But Star Tours is like, to me, the the better, the better, more kitschy. It's my favorite. I I literally. It, it's fun. It's because in, yeah, because in Star Tours, you don't know, you know, there's two sections. It's randomized. It and it's random. And no matter what, you're always seeing people that you know, you know, like Poe Poe showed up at some point and he helped us. And then uh, Lando popped up and asked us for some help. And it's like, you're always going to get people. And in this, yeah. And you get to react to it. This one's based on of like Hondo and Naka and it's more, you know, clone wars based and rebels based and all that. And that's great. Um, I, if I could let, because we're, we're running out of time here, but if I could leverage, uh, and I brought this up a couple of times to both of you, I wonder long term, like it's very clear that the uh, the park was built post Force Awakens. It was planned during the planning of Rise uh, or Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. And there's been a lot of turmoil uh, in the Star Wars fandom since The Last Jedi came out. And there's a lot of people who weren't really thrilled with the way the sequel trilogy panned out and it didn't live up to expectations, especially there's a lot of people who love, love, love force awakens. And then kind of thought eh, it kind of went downhill from there. Um, yeah. regardless of your opinion, there's no doubt that right now star Wars is back and bigger than ever because of the Mandalorian, which is firmly situated within the realm of the original trilogy. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's about the, the you know the empire and the the remnants of the empire and then you've got you know boba fett and then you bring it in like ahsoka from the animated series and all that i don't need to explain what the mandalorian is but um this is just firmly first order kylo ren ray it is that era and it's not it's not uh it's not a though there's nostalgia everywhere because it's star wars it's not nostalgia for that original trilogy mm-hmm. and i wonder long term what that looks like at the park <laughs> like in in five years are people going to be like god th- out of all the things to build a whole theme park about the last jedi rise of skywalker era is not like we could have a classic theme park we could have a mandalorian theme park but this is not yeah I, I well, wonder. I, I just it was well, something that I wondered. 
Yeah, I, I completely get why they did it like that, and I understand it, and I, and it's still very exciting to see, and 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 a uh, you know doesn't really take away from it. But I I agree with you that if we were, you know, if we were walking around there and there was a section where there was like a Yoda thing or a Yoda photo op or something, it would be like. I, it would be almost on another level. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, maybe within a couple of years, they'll, they'll do something like, yeah. I know that they want to keep it. It's, it's its own planet. You know, it's like its own little section that isn't really in the movies. And I understand what they're trying to do, but I, I, I don't think there's, there's no doubt in my mind that at some point, even if it's not a permanent thing, there will be, a section that's maybe a little more Mandalorian or yeah. maybe a little more like, well, a, I, yeah. think Batu, you know, like I think Batu's going to show up in one of these shows. That's the other remedy Boba for Fett, the situation is to yeah. incorporate it in something everybody is already watching. Like imagine like Jake Make was just saying canon. another level. Imagine if instead of all the first, like now I'm not talking about during rise of the resistance. That ride is all about this era and I love it. Don't it's change perfect. It. It's perfect. Yeah. But, but imagine opening up a world to like other. Imagine if there were classic stormtroopers walking around and like Boba Fett and Mandalorian and a Grogu yeah. photo op. Like, uh, and then like, I, I just think there's ways to incorporate all that stuff and not be so rigid that, and obviously it's new. It's only, it's been open less than two years. Yeah. They're going to be able to modify it as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I'm also unsure if like, you know, we, we were there, you know, during COVID. So it's hard to say what it's like as far as like, you know, we, we saw there, there was a little section where Chewie and Ray were kind of hanging out having right, a conversation right. and they were behind, you know, a, a barrier. You couldn't get close to them. And then the same, there was a stage at some point that had a couple stormtroopers and also had a Kylo Ren hanging out, but that was it. And, you know, one of the things, like when we got into the cantina, I was like, Oh, this is amazing. But if there were like characters in here, right. like just drinking and hanging out, it would be on a completely different level. Right. And I wonder if, I wonder if like COVID restrictions is keeping, uh, char- characters from walking yeah, around. I'm as sure much that's as it usually is. It's I'm hard. Sure that's I'm not sure, but it seems like there would be more of that. People kind of thing. selling death. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Let us know, you know, in Facebook group therapy, let us know if you've been there, if you, if you had a different experience or if you would, you know, things that you think would add to the experience. Uh, but let's talk about this I, cantina. I bought a $35 drink at this cantina because it came in this pork. And I'll tell you, it was a really good drink is the most expensive thing on the menu. And I know $35 for a drink sounds insane and it does. And that's why I wanted it. Dude, honestly, I tell you all the drinks in there were like maybe six bucks, six yeah. to $8 or something. But there was like one called the cave dweller, very bottom of the menu, $35 comes in a porcelain porg. I'm buying it. But again, even just that, like out of all the things that it could come in, it comes in a porg. So it's like <laughs> clearly the messaging is on. TLJ. I bet they'd sell even more if it came in an R2D2 or, 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 or a, just, yeah, sure. I like that. It came in a porg, but oh, I, get I love what you're it. saying, Hey, what was really Mine's like the, the cantina was great though. And, uh, and you know, they, they had music playing and the, there's a DJ in there, but the DJ, DJ, DJ Rex, who used to be the the he used to be a part of Star Tours. Yeah. yeah. He, Did he, you know he, that? Yeah. yeah. He's 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 uh he's Familiar. moving on up. He's got a promotion. Promotion, yeah. Um, but it's cool. Like, you know, uh the music I've been listening to the soundtrack to the cantina like just all day. And you know what? It's not the kind of music that I'm like usually into. It's like 
It's very like, it's like EDM dance, dancey, yeah. yeah, EDM. But like, there's like three or four songs that have like full lyrics, but in like one of them is like it's Jawas, Jawas singing a song. <laughs> like two of the songs are two of the songs are like Hutneys, and I I'm love like that. But because we were there and like we were in that experience, it's like I want to keep listening to that music because of course, it's yeah, like part of the like listening to a movie soundtrack. Yeah, uh, Abby, yeah. what'd you think ending the day at the cantina? It was like literally the best way to end it. I mean, it's already it's like it's almost like you know when you're a character in a Star Wars movie, you go through all the exhaustion and the long walk and the journey, and you want to just plop down at the cantina and that's kind of how our day was ending and yeah. being able to go in there we made our reservation minor stress like trying to make sure that all that stuff worked out but we were able to get in there and we had like a side panel bar like standing area yeah all to ourselves um it's really cool yeah when you, and y'all got the super expensive drinks the top shelf stuff which is the top awesome. shelf non-alcoholic beverages yeah i think i got i got the java juice which had jake gave us our whoa, whoa, my favorite whoa. quote when he was like i don't want solids in my liquid because <laughs> they have like the little bursting beads in yeah. the drink that i got which i liked i thought they were good That's um cool. yeah and just to be able to have a nice drink with your friends i got to dance a little bit like it's fun to the good music i don't yeah, it's fun i don't want beads inside me in Dude, any hey, sort of capacity. They exploded to liquid By when, the way, when, we're, when we're, they hit your tongue. We've got, pl- we'll be covering we'll, as, as you know, over the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll have more memories pop up from our, our trip. And we'll, we haven't even talked about universal yet, but yeah, um, we, we, there's yeah, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It. We'll probably have to do a whole second episode on, on universal, <laughs> but um, uh, we did eat food. Um, there's, there's a couple of establishments, uh, they do a virtual ordering system. You order, they prepare it. It's ready when you get there. We sat down and ate. Does anybody remember the name of where we ate? Docking Bay 7. Thank you. Something mm. like that. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but my food was really so, good. Oh my. It was, it was so good. Very, yeah, it was very good food. Something, something that I had heard um, before going is that some of the food joints in Galaxy's Edge, the food is like kind of a step above theme park food. It's yeah. not exactly. just like it's it's, it's very well balanced. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I had some like, sort of chicken thing. Yeah, it's delicious. Falafels. Craig Craig had the chicken loaf. I had a chicken loaf. And Abby mm-hmm. had the falafel hummus thing. Pita. Mine had like fresh veggies and potatoes. It was really good. It's sauce. Like, listen, it was like ninety degrees out. You're hot. It was it was nice to sit it, down. But for inside a while. that space, it was like blasting cold air, and it's it, it and felt it like you were on felt, base. Also, like the way our table was, it was tucked in a corner against the wall, and it felt a lot like Han and Greedo's meeting in the cantina. I was yep. like, mm-hmm. yep. "What? Yep. Yeah. Oh God, I'm getting so mad that I'm not there right now." eating yeah because i'm hungry and yeah. I'm, my I'm dinner afraid. tonight will pale in comparison to whatever i ate at the uh yeah <laughs> so i think we did it i mean I, overall i give galaxy's edge like 10 out of 10 like it's yeah. such a yeah. uh it's just such a if you're a star wars fan there's i mean what what could be better uh amazing merch to buy mm-hmm. and we didn't even scratch the surface on the stuff they have available um cool rides rise of the resistance i mean listen i've been on a lot of rides in my life Nothing like that. It's up there. It's yeah. got to be a top three. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's and th- better. And I think there's just like, there's plenty of room for growth there too. Like there, there are things, you know, that we looked at and we're like, Oh, th- there's, there's some things that they could change and, and make this better. And there's definitely like areas that can be broadened and, yep. and, 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 and it looks like it's such, 
I I thought it was going to be so much smaller than it was, but it still even looks like they could be adding on to that. Like, right. I I think it's going to change and kind of you know what evolve. I, mm-hmm. And Abby, I'll throw to you for a final word on it. The, what I appreciated is that there's a lot of space. There's it's it's not it, they didn't just pack a uh, uh, a snack stand every five feet. And uh, another merchandise stand yeah. every twenty feet. Yeah. Like it's they you, had those. You can breathe a areas bit in like there. in the marketplace. Right. It feels like it's set up in like a functional way that like a, a little city would be set up. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really it cool. makes sense. Um, yeah. and Ch- Chewbacca looked great. Jake, you try to give him a Yavin medal. I uh, did. You know, I tried. And yeah. I I didn't realize it at the time, but going back and looking at a video. Um, the actress playing Ray looks a lot like, like her, yeah. like weirdly a lot like her. Yeah. Like, but, but the, by the way, this is how you know you're a Star Wars fan. Like you've got this girl looking like Ray and I love Ray, but I'm just like Chewbacca. <laughs> Say wave to, wave to me. Wave to me. He's going to wave to me. So, uh, Abby, final thoughts on uh, Galaxy's Edge. We have to go back. We got to go back as soon as possible. Not Penny's boat. Not Long Penny's show. boat. Yeah, Long you guys show. need to get your blades. Uh, we got to build droids. We need to eat. Get your blades. Get, get the blades. blades. Go to the Ronto place. We missed getting some wraps. I know there was more vegan food that Jake didn't get to try. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I want to go back and do everything. Um, yeah, and do it all again. Bring more people. Um, so well, that you know we it's can, gonna. I don't know. Group in our line. They're doing a during celebration in Anaheim next year and I, I believe the anaheim um the disneyland galaxy's edge is basically the same and they're doing like star wars celebration night at galaxy's edge Whew, that sounds fun that sounds yeah. really let's fun. go let's why are we go. what's stopping us yeah let's go we got lightsabers there i got you have a blade. It. there you have it yhs listeners if you can get us Free passes to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> we'll give you a shout out on the show. <laughs> Three shout outs. Shout out to future listeners. We might have dinner. Oh, uh, no, it was great, man. It, it was so cool. And uh, listen, we, we actually picked up a lot of toys and things. Uh, we went to some toy stores and stuff. We're going to cover that in depth uh-huh. on Toy Anxiety, which uh, we're about to record live. In, here in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah, dude. Um, my dudes so that'll be available on YouTube and on the live feed if you haven't seen it before listening to this and more than anything it just felt good I know the world is still trying to figure out COVID and the United States has uh, somehow gotten ahead of the what I was I'm laughing thinking about how emotional we got on Star Tours when we saw Lando (laughs) we both started crying at the beginning of the day (laughs) Craig and I were both (laughs) it was literally like Nine o'clock in the morning, you're crying. Yeah, you're crying, crying over Billy Dee Williams. Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, hey. welcome to There's Star Wars. There's like a little girl Wars. with the Raymonds in front of her. Like, such a good experience was, for her. I, I, I was kind of uh, concerned about how casual that call for help from Lando was because that's the call from help from you know Rise of Rise Skywalker, Skywalker where, he's try- where he's trying to get everybody to come fight the final order and he was just like hey guys hey. Like coming and helping and you I was won't like, believe hey, man, it this is serious he's like Ooh, you're not gonna it. believe this but Palpatine that old crusty white bastard <laughs> is back <laughs> we need your help oh, wow. um, so listen amazing we'll be back we'll be going there uh, if you have the ability oh what I was saying was it just it you know the United States we, we've we, we've all got vaccines and they're out there and people are starting to get out and about and you know we're still social distancing we're still masking up but to get out of the house and go on a quick little trip was 
a much needed like there was that time six months ago where I was just like, I don't know if like theme parks will exist anymore. Like, are we are con- <laughs> yeah. like the fact they that we've been to will. we've been to a convention, a toy show and a theme park trip in 2021, which is 9000% more than anything we did last year. So, yeah. Also, if if how crowded Universal Studios was is any kind of indicator. Yeah. yeah. Theme parks are going nowhere. Yeah. Theme parks yeah. are back bigger than yeah, ever. Yeah, They're back. Uh, we, we're going to ride the movies for sure. I wanted to say that. That's the official slogan for <laughs> Universal Studios. Uh, ride the movies. Ride the movies. Um, Jake, anything else? Or are we done here? No, dude. I think we're done. All right, let's, cool. let's Welcome home. Listen, subscribe on YouTube to the channel if you're watching us here. If you listen to the podcast feed, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Spotify. And if you could leave one of those five-star reviews, we five like star. to read those and mm-hmm. send T-shirts to the ones that we uh, like the most. And uh, more than anything, we hope you're safe, happy, and healthy. And we're going to be back next week with more tales from the Yes Have Some crew. My name is Craig Goldberg. I'm Abigail Gardner. Uh, We're doing our own now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Dad Jacob Walsh. And that's a space monkey. (laughs) I love Salacious (laughs) Clown. I hope he shows up in Book of Boba Fett. Oh, me too. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's just hanging out with the family. Yeah, I love it. Still having trouble. Just doesn't get old. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Enjoy Star Wars like we always do. Watch a Star Wars movie. Watch Just enjoy it. Enjoy Star Wars. Watch Ewoks. It's on Disney Plus. It's got a good theme song. Bye. Bye, guys.